and we are go. Well, Rob's in another place at another time, which means I am the captain now. We got done and dusted on the weekend, but this week we can hand on the spoon. All that and a little bit more on the ranch. He's not here, but you can hear him in the background. Rob, where are you? Oh, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Can you hear the beach? We can. I'm, we can I, hear the shore. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not far from me. It's a stone, so I actually can't see it. It's so dark here. I'm <laughs> sitting in a in a random park bench uh, in the middle of Mission Beach, uh, waiting to be mugged. So anything could happen. Ever, that's the last we ever see, Rob. And you can find him on yeah. you can find him on Twitter at XRBOP across most socials. Uh, so if you don't see any posts from him in the near future, you'll know what's happened to him. Sitting directly across from me. Morgan Holmes, Fusion Networks. Fusion Networks, Morgan Holmes, I'm checking in. How you going? Good, mate. How you been? Yeah, pretty good. Just taking one day at a time. It's good to see you wearing a cowboy stop tonight. I've dug up a cowboy short shirt for this <laughs> special event. I figured now that Rob's not here, I better dress up. Better dress up. We've, yeah. gone, all, we've gone all out. And exactly. over diagonally across from me on the table, did you put out a video this week? I posted on the halftime show. Instead, oh, fair enough. Pistol, how are we, mate? I'm very well, thanks, Frog. How are we? How's everyone? I'm, I'm I'm all over the place. We're all over the place tonight with Rob uh, and the other um up up north somewhere in the it's, cosmos. It's very different, isn't it? It's uh, one of those ones Rob touched on that he's in the middle of nowhere. So, listeners, if you're in the area where Rob is, you had your chance tonight. <laughs> it sounds like Rob's in the middle of a cyclone right now. <laughs> No, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, big a big week. Um, we obviously we had a little bit of uh, sort of a mailbag, I guess. At um, the postman's postman's goat. goat this week, we had a, a few little things. Few uh, people have come through to us. I know um, one of the guys did send through a message. And I'm just bringing it up now because I'm so prepared for all of this. Um, See, but you go away for one week. One week, everything. <laughs> Well, we, oh, thought you, we thought you were still going to be all We thought you were going to be all on this and lead us into out of the darkness, but no, clearly not. No. <laughs> so much rudderless. Absolutely rudderless. Yeah. Oh, look, it's, well. it's, it's all good. Look, we, we've been busy. We've been, we, we, we put up all our stuff up on uh, socials this week, which was really good. So our tipping comp and our, uh, our uh, multi and then also our uh, player of the year. And we got a bit of uh, feedback on that kind of stuff. So it was all pretty good. Um, I'm just looking at the uh, multi at the moment. Uh, and uh, Pistol, you was trying to save your own backside there when uh, Eddie just wrote an unlucky. Yeah, yeah. I um, I had that 25 plus on West Coast, but I, I stuffed up and I actually put West Coast uh, to win both halves and the game. So I was still alive leading in the Cowboys match. Um, we also, oh. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Tip everyone else something and then do something else yourself. Bloody, uh, it, it was an accident. Morgan stuffed up and put yeah. it on incorrectly. Yeah, no, they're quite an accident. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's defamation, Pete. <laughs> uh, Lawrence Morano said thanks for the shout out last week. Lawrence came up with the uh, new nickname for Felty. Now, Pestle, you've been talking to Felty over socials over the last week. Did you try the new nickname with him? I have not worked up the courage to tell him that one yet. Scared. <laughs> one job. I'll I'll be sure to let him know after the Broncos game. 
There was also another one as well. Uh, oh, I know what it was. Someone uh, posted on uh, the Stampede and it got shared back to us on a, on a message uh, about uh, a Canterbury supporter asking and pleading for the Cowboys to return the favour <laughs> that they did for us in, in – um, what, what year was it? What year was it? That, 2008. That, 2008 when, when the, the doggies beat the Dragons to uh, get us into the yep. top eight. No, no, that was 2017. That was 17. That was 17, yeah. Well, he's asking for a favour. They're asking for a favour back, the Canterbury supporters. And I think we might have to talk about that very shortly. And I think we might be able to help him out with that one. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You never know. You never know. It's these kind of things that happen. Should we talk about the game, boys? Let's rip it off. It felt like a band-aid needing to be ripped off on the weekend. Wasn't uh, overly uh, flash about it. Don't mind me. I'm just bringing up all my stuff here now because I'm so prepared for all of this. It was a shocker. It was a shocker. It was uh, 32 points to 12 to the Panthers. Um, they got out to a very early 20-point lead. Uh, try scorers for Penrith was To'o, uh, Crichton, Mansour, uh, Luai, Kikau, and Naden, and Cleary kicked four from six. Picked a good week to start missing kicks. Gave us a chance to get back into it. Sort but of didn't. kept us in it for a little bit there. And uh, for our side, uh, Hammer uh, and Felty got late tries with Holmes kicking both uh, conversions for that to make it 32 points to 12. Gentlemen? Very, very flattering draw line. I mean, I, score line after 12. Yeah. I, I thought that we were starting to turn the table. We were in that game at 14-0 when we forced a gold line drop out only for them to get the ball back off a short kick and run the field and score six points to make it 20-0. <laughs> I thought if we could just get that, mount some pressure, you never know, you go 14-6. It was sort of, we, you could see we're starting to turn the tide and then you get that shot in the arm and the wind went out of the sails, really. Rob, do you have a thought on the game, mate? Oh, uh, yeah, I have many thoughts on the game, but I don't it was it was hard to watch, and yeah, we were in it at, at the beginning. There, I thought we were, could hold on for for you know probably the first twenty minutes or so, and then it just all sort of you know I, I guess it showed first versus fourteenth what what that really means. Like they Penrith showed that they why they're at the top. You know they held on and and they just showed a bit of class here and there, and eventually opened us up and. Um, yeah, like we we just had nothing really for them towards the end there, and it started to get sort of get desperation football again. Once they start to get a bit of a lead, you know, what was it, twenty nil at half time or something? So yeah, did anyone you know, did anyone think that uh, that first try Penrith that Clifford got taken out, or is it just me being one eyed? Yeah, I think it was fair. I had no problem yeah, with the, actual, had, the try. I had to yeah. say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know, it's, it's like all the decisions this year. you got some that are, you know, you can review it a hundred times and if you watch it in slow motion, it's it looks a lot worse than what it, what it actually is. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You got, yeah, you it got. wasn't that. It's certainly not something that cost us the game. I know you're not saying that, but, you know, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't think he was pro- – it, it would have been questionable in, in the first place anyway. They would probably would have scored anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, it like you said, Rob. You you play things in fast motion. It's you could. I, I reckon the video ref need to when they're looking at something, play it in fast motion and play it in the slow motion. Yeah, and then actually see 
you know what, it's... Well, they can't get it right half the time in know, slow motion, let alone when it's in and, normal and, and everything looks really bad or it was close or it was this. He had a fingertip on downward pressure and, and so on. When you play it in fast motion, it's it's a try 99% of the time and that's what the players are playing in. They're playing in normal time. They're not playing it in super slowed down and what are you looking for to overturn something? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, they look for every reason to not give a try. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Except for when they don't go to the bunker, when they should have gone to the bunker, i.e. the bulldogs Rabbitohs game, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, you look at Hammersay's try, you know, they've awarded that no try. We've challenged it, saying Cooper was offside. He was clearly onside. And then it's just a lottery. It ends up getting the right decision, but fair income, like just... Watch it, watch it a couple of times in your slow motion replay. Watch it in normal time, and then when you watch it in normal time, there's no way you can take it off them. Yeah, no, fickle. I wouldn't want to be a referee in my life, though. But the more technology they have, it seems we we get the worst decisions. Like it doesn't get better. Do you think, boys? Uh, I'll ask this to all these. Do you think that we've overcomplicated the game? Uh, I wouldn't say overcomplicated. I would say that. Um, Betting agencies definitely throw a lot of influence into it. That's why you, you know, it, you are overcompensating a lot of decisions because there's a lot of bickies on at stake for, for the punters. Like, I, I think you've got to get rid of that bias and just call the game. And who cares if it stuffs someone's multi or someone's first mm. try score or someone's well, they be whatever. About it anyway, hundred percent not. But when you're getting influenced, and who knows how many of these big wigs. Talk down and say, ah, uh, you better award this, even though it's clearly not a try. Yeah. What do you reckon, Rob? Uh, I wouldn't say over complicated that. I don't think the bunker's paid for itself over this all this time. Again, it comes back to that, you know, you're slowing it down, they're looking at different angles, and yeah, it's, it's not over complicated. I just think. With all the different interpretations of the rules, and then the bunker's got a different interpretation to the guys on the ground, and that is probably a, a fundamental issue with it. Yeah. As well as, yeah, they look at it six times in slow motion to try and find the tiniest little bobble or niggle or a fingertip on a ball that wouldn't have changed the result. Uh, anyway, wouldn't have changed a projection of the ball or anything like that. You know, imagine if you went back 20 years, 30 years in the classic games of you know, 80s and that oh, yeah. and, try, and tried to have a look at them with a bunker. Half those games, probably a majority of the games, you would, would go the other way. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you on that. They, they actually did talk about that on Fox at one stage there. I think Vossi brought it up and they went through and they, in, I think on one of his armchair in his little show that he does, they went through that and like took look at, looked at a game from like the eighties, an eighties grand final or something like that, and sort of went through on using today's rules, and it was basically it would have been nil all. <laughs> well, the trouble is also it's still you can slow it down, you can zoom it in, enhance it. It's still going to be interpretation and opinion. Yeah. The one sport that I think the replay works really well is in tennis. Like it's in or it's out. Yeah, you know, it, it's a very clear line. Whereas in all the other sports, all the ball sports like AFL, most NRL, rules are, soccer, most rules are grey. It's grey, and you know whether or not there's a ball, someone touches something, you just can't tell. Any shining moments from the game? Uh, yeah, I'd say hammer. Yeah, hammer's run was you awesome. You know, 
you know, it's a shame that the ball didn't sit up for him and whatnot, but he's starting yeah. to come into his own. And also I reckon Ben Condon, I thought, for for low minutes, he put in an absolute monster performance. I think the younger fella, I found that the younger fellas seemed to step up a little bit. Uh, Assey put on a good hit on, on uh, kick out, on yeah. kick out to push him out. Try of the week, yeah. yeah. Try saver tackle of the week, yeah. Rob, you saw Murray, Murray Talangi did an awesome job against Brent Maiden. He didn't let him get anywhere with the ball, tackled him, put him in on, on his back oh, probably three or four times. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't remember if they scored down that side, but I think Talangi did, a, did an awesome job against against him. So you could see that he was rushing up into him and and trying to stop him from doing anything, which you have to do to him anyway. Yeah. And it looked to me like he was given that job, and I thought he did an outstanding job to do it. An outstanding performance to do his job is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, I, I got to agree with you. I think he did a pretty good job in shutting him down. I'm still not sold that he's a centre, but. I think in the job role that he was doing, he did a pretty good job, I thought. All right. So, anything? any other points from the game, boys? Well, what do we think about Cliffo in his last game? In Cooper. Oh, Cooper. sorry, Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, sorry, Cooper. Yeah, we, uh, Coop, old oh, Coops. Was, was there something, something you know? No, no, breaking, you breaking news, but no. No, just Morgan's <laughs> an idiot. I was no, looking Cooper's at Clifford's okay. stats. He coming out firing Cooper. I thought he played really well. It's like... It was the Cooper of uh, Gavin Cooper of you know twenty fifteen through twenty seventeen. Yeah, because he came out to have a good game, obviously, and and he did. And I think this next game he'll come out even even better because it's going to be his well his last game for mm. for, for um for the Cowboys anyway. As as we touched on last week, I think we we might have mentioned that. I don't know if we said it during the pod whether or not he's actually giving up entirely or whether he's just not playing for the Cowboys anymore. And it looks like he's um, going to be hunting for an overseas yeah. game. That's the, spot, so. that's the impression that I'm getting. Like there's definitely nothing has been, everyone else has been saying it. Everyone else has sort of made the assumption that he's retiring. Um, well, he came out, I think he, I think he said during the week um, that he's, he didn't say he was retiring, that he was actually going to um, search for a, uh, an overseas job somewhere, or, or you know, a playing job, not just yeah. a, any old job. He's not going to try and be a, a brickie out at Bristol or something like that. But. <laughs> Why not? A bit like what um, Bowen did. Go overseas, season or two. Get yeah, get money. a couple of seasons and get some money under the belt and yeah, exactly. uh, well, come back. Retire well, happy. While while you still can, what, and if you've still got the hunger, I mean, NRL is a is a tough level. We we have said that before that the English Super League seems to be a little step down in. In toughness, I guess you could use the word, but in in elite performance, uh, Steve Menzies finished in when he was thirty eight, went and played for Hull or whatever until he's forty one, and played consistent games. So while you're thirty five, and if you can still do it, you can still mix it. Why not? Um, why not try and get Wigan or Leeds or St Helens or Huddersfield or whoever a, a premiership? I could see him wearing a beret and playing for Catalans. Yeah, or Les. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, um, I think we might uh, jump into our three, two, ones for this week. And uh, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've gone out, I've uh, sourced a, uh, a, 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 a trophy as such for our Player of the Year, our On the Ranch podcast Cowboys Player of the Year. So uh, 
the top uh, we you, everyone would have seen it uh, on our socials if you haven't uh, the top six or so uh, Maguire on sixty six Talmalolo sixty one Molo forty four Clifford thirty seven Robson thirty six Felty thirty one and then there's a big gap to the rest of them so that's pretty much all the players and even then half of those are sort of pretty probably ruled themselves out from here on in with only one game to go but uh, might start uh, with you Pistol. Uh, yeah, well, three points I had as Frank the Tank Molo. That's not out of um, conspiracy at all. I just think that he was probably one of our best on ground. Uh, two, I gave to young Ben Condon. I thought uh, for a youngster, he come on, didn't play, didn't play big minutes as such, but he played where it counted, and he did not shy away. I think the first set he made four tackles in a row back-to-back, Came in, made some carries, had a had another stint. I just thought for for a debutante, he he held his own. And one point was a toss up between Coops and Drinkwater, but I just think you know, I, Cooper probably you know he did deserve it, but I've given it to Drinky on that one. Just I, he just offers a bit of flair and attack, and he was he he sort of tried getting us going throughout the night to no avail. Cool, Morgs. Righto, I'm, I'm a bit with Pete here. I've gone three for Molo. Um, I'm just looking at his stats here. He got, what, 28 tackles, 97% efficiency. He was a, he was a bit of a machine out there. Um, and I, I don't really remember any sort of real mistakes by him or anything like that. Um, Clifford, I went for Clifford for two, um, who isn't retiring, just breaking news there. Um, <laughs> I think he had good, good sort of ball handling, good distribution. And for one, for one, I went McLean. Who I think stepped up again. Hang on, I think stepped up again. And um, what do you have here? He had nine again, ninety six percent tackle efficiency. He had twenty seven tackles. So we haven't got the best defense lately, but a couple of the boys stepping up. Cool, Rob. Yeah, I've I've copied Pistol. No, I haven't. I've I've gone um, three from Molo. Yeah, yeah, three from Molo as well. Um, it's all conspiracy. We're trying to get into the top and win. Um, <laughs> It's the it's it's the Cooper Rose. So we're voting for him oh, the whole way. No, look, really, he came out and and fired and did his job um, on on top of everyone else. So he was a standout for me. Um, I went Clifford for two, who again has taken control of that number seven and is making it his own. I think he's going to make it uh, very difficult for Tony Payton to. Um, to not put him in that spot next year. Uh, obviously, pre-season will, will, will change, will probably change that a lot. Um, but, you know, obviously, you would think Todd is actually looking at what's happening now and seeing how he's playing, or at least he'll review the tapes. And I think Clifford's putting in a good um, good show for that resume. And um, one point I've given to Tommy Gilbert, who stood out again for me and just showed that he's brought that mongrel back into the side that we need. And I, I, I like his. Um, I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it aggression. I'd call it uh, over enthusiasm. Just slight over enthusiasm. He certainly he jumps in on every tackle and gives it his all. And sometimes that gets under the nose of some others. And I think that's also his goal. And uh, yeah, he he's, doesn't shy away from a fight. I think yeah. <laughs> young Tommy, but. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll give him a point. So that's that's mine. Cool. Um, I yeah. actually went uh, myself. I went. Co- I did go coops uh, for three points. I just 
that's probably the that's the best game he's had all season in my books. Um, sadly, it's at the end of the at the end of his sort of Cowboys career. But uh, I guess he felt that he needed to probably take it up a bit, and he just he just seemed to be in everything. Tried a few things here, there, and everywhere, and just yeah, like, like I think Pistol said, it was just the coops of old back out on that field and that. Uh, Two points. I definitely agree with what you said about Gilbert. I've gone two points for Gilbert. Um, I just, I just think he's, I think he's that potentially trying to earmark himself as that next sort of enforcer for us, uh, for the for the future. He just, he just likes to get under people's skin, niggle, annoy people, and that because obviously, you know, Maguire may not be there forever. Um, so we need that next person to do that as well. Uh, and one point I went for Frankie Molo because, yeah, he, he definitely was out there doing his thing. But it, mine was definitely not to get him on the on the Molo's uh, rise. So. Well, it couldn't be because you're not giving him enough points. He no. needs more. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. So uh, at the end of that uh, round, the standings are as follows. Maguire, 66. Tel Malolo, 61. Molo, 54. Clifford, 41, and then pretty much everything the same. McLean moved up to eight points. Gilbert's moved up to seven, and Coops has moved up to three points, and Condon is on two points. So it's probably just down to the three three big boppers in my books uh, as it will it, – honestly, that is, that's the that's, – it's between those three now, Maguire, Tomalolo, or Molo. Who's going to take out this year's on the ranch podcast Cowboys Player of the Year? So uh, just um, well, just me, that, that works out right because those those three have been standouts in the squad for, as far as in terms of consistency. Yep, yeah. and you know every game they come out and they try hard. All three of those guys. So to be the top three works out. I mean, obviously it makes sense because that's that's who we're all voting for, and and that's that's the whole idea of it. But yeah, like you know. I don't, I don't think our forward pack has been our weakness. No, I'd agree with that. This year. So, yeah, it's more sort of anywhere else at the moment. But uh, and The last the last so. few weeks with Tommy Gilbert playing um, second row, I've really liked that. He, I think he's been a bit more of a glue. He holds his own, doesn't leak like you, nothing against Cohen Hess. I reckon Cohen Hess is one of the great players that we've got, but... He's, in my opinion, a 50 to 55-minute player, whereas Tommy's been playing 80s and doesn't leak the points, doesn't rush out of the line, is starting to read it a bit more. I, I, yeah, I, I like I liking him coming through. All right, boys. Well, that leads us into the final game of the 2020 season for our mighty Cowboys. It hasn't been, obviously, the best season that we could envisage, but uh, it is what it is. Well, we did win the nines. We did. We've got silverware this year. It hasn't been a complete waste. No, well, that's true. And we, and can't, we, can't, we can't get the spoon. We can't get woodenware. That's yeah, right. Yeah, we can't that's get woodenware. Good, good call. So uh, Thursday night, 7.50pm uh, kickoff at uh, Suncorp Stadium. Uh, our Cowboys take on, uh, in 14th place, take on the 16th place Broncos. How sweet does that sound? Oh, it'll sound even sweeter if it's there after Thursday night. <laughs> 
Uh, the team lists are as follows for the Cowboys. Uh, it doesn't There's not a huge amount of uh, changes to the actual starting site other than the fact that Maguire is back in. So uh, Val Holmes at one, uh, Felty and Hammer on the wings in the centres, uh, Talagi and uh, Assi. Uh, our halves are Drinkwater and Clifford. Uh, the big boppers are Maguire and McLean with Cotter locking them in, or not locking him in, but uh, squeezing himself in between those two. Uh, Coops and Mitch Dunn in the second row and uh, Talmalolo back onto the starting uh, side, uh, locking up the scrum in the 13. Our interchange at this stage is uh, Asiata and 14, Gilbert, Jensen and Molo. That's a pretty full-on... Uh, uh, bench, if I do say so myself. That's not bad. I suppose I should do the extended as well. Their reserves are Pere, uh, Granville, Condon, and O'Neill, uh, 18 through to 21. Do we like the sound of that team, boys? I'm I'm a fan of it. I was texting Kyle uh, early in the week and asked him if he can at least score a hat-trick to take out the top try scorer. He's going to do his best. He's going to do his best. He's going to do his best. We should have set him a task of some sort of uh, symbol to say that, like for us, you know how they do like the, the rocking the baby and all that kind of yeah. stuff? They, yeah. He needed to do something for on the ranch. Might that do was, a horns up or something. Horns up, like a rock horns. <laughs> rock on or something like that. What do you reckon, Rob? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be looking out for it anyway. So I reckon just so if you can just text him between now and – and Thursday, and just let him know that that's what we're going to be looking out for, and we expect to see three of them at a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> or more. I mean, if he's going to score a hat trick, it's going to have to be against the Broncos. Just, uh, you know, rub it in just that little bit. Yeah. Especially for the fact that, like, I'll go to quickly go through the Broncos side. Uh, uh, Darius Boyd, which is his last game, yeah. Two. Um, oh, this is going to be good. Cowboys can retire. Oh. Talis, Sivanasiva, <laughs> Hodges, Parker, Boyd, and give him the spoon. Nice. I like that. So Boyd at fullback, uh, Xavier Coates and Richard Kenner on the wings. Uh, Jesse Arthurs and Herbie Farnworth in the centres. Tony Stagg moves into 5-8. Uh, Tom Dearden at halfback. Uh, Joe Offenhengawe uh, and Payne Haas. Uh, Haas. Uh, and the props, uh, Isaac Luke at hooker. Uh, then we've got uh, Ricky and Alex Glenn and Patrick Carrigan locking it up. Uh, interchange, Corey Pakes, Ben Teo, Corey Oates, Jamil Hopawade, and reserves, Reese Kennedy, Ethan Bullmore, uh, Sean O'Sullivan and Brody Croft. Starter, I reckon he'll probably, oh, I don't know, I don't know what they'll do there. He knows. They're in a world of hurt. Morgan's just actually brought this uh, little thing up for me here that Kyle Feltz paying thirteen to one to score three. Wow, it's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good money. <laughs> it's not as good as the multi we're coming to later. Multi. <laughs> no, oh, no, the multi's a cracker. The multi's a cracker this this week. I just had a good little sneak peek on the multi, and I'm pretty excited. We're, we're, we're pl- on. We're on for a bit of personal purchase on this one. Rob, right. start playing your yeah. Well, gentlemen, where do we win this one? Uh, same as we have the last few weeks. <laughs> Attack. The the three big ones up front, Molo, Maguire and Tamalolo, land the platform for the likes of the Speedman of Hammer and Valentine to score out wide. Yep. Some good kicking. Good kicking game, I reckon. Yep. Be a bloody, bloody winner. I'm a bit dirty that they've brought in a rule change because we're not playing finals, though, that, uh, you know, we've played all year long and now we're, we're changing it up, though, for this game, which... Yeah, that's 
that's rude. That like fancy picking the wooden spoon game to trial some rules. Yeah, which you know, if you have a little bit of rule changes, they're they're probably not that consequential anyway. Um, but yeah, you know. That's, if, uh, if I was a Bronco supporter, I'd be absolutely filthy. Like we've got a chance to take the wooden spoon, which no team wants. So they they're going to come out winning. They played under these rules for the last eighteen weeks, and now you're getting told two days before kickoff that now we're changing it to this now. Like what a joke that is! But I suppose both teams have to play under them. Yeah, I'd be dirty if I was a Broncos. I'm surprised the Broncos ticked off on it. To be honest with you, yeah, because they would have had they would they wouldn't be able to just bring in those rules. The clubs would have had to agree to that. Mm. So I, if I was a Bronco, I'd be. Oh, I can't believe they signed off on it. Would there be a bit of purse attached to that by agreeing to it? Oh, there possibly could be. I, I don't know if I'd want to go that far in saying that, but yeah, I'd I'd be dirty as hell. Yeah, you know, because that could be that could be the difference between them finishing last and finishing second last. You could know? be. You know, it's it's one of those things. But yeah, do we? Uh, I suppose we we'll, we'll talk about score lines later on, but um, I, I I don't think it's going to be a. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. No, nah, well, Broncos have been pretty tight the last few weeks against Para and Penrith for that like. So I I have a funny feeling this might actually go the distance and be in one of those classic one-pointers, heart, heart in your mouth, edge of the seat sort of things. I'm hoping it's not. I hope Cowboys have the game iced with 10 to go. But I just have a feeling that both teams have been playing busteds all year and this could actually become the game of the season. <laughs> In, in trip in typical derby fashion, you know, and we want to pull it back too. They beat us at our home home ground at our mm. opening game, so we probably want to go back down there and go right. Well, we're going to hand you the wooden spoon, and uh, because you ruined our opening, parade. our opening, yeah. It's certainly not going to be a fifty-eight mil drubbing in in any direction. No. I don't think it's it's two very home brand teams that are coming out on the field. Let's be honest, so. It's not going to be champagne football either way, I don't think. Um, I'm happy to be wrong. I'm hoping that we can put up a show at least. But um, both teams generally rise, obviously, for this for this derby. So we, we could see either a really good matchup or we just could see complete garbage for 80 minutes. It could go either way. I've got no idea. I've got no confidence on it, in it going either way. So Yeah, it's one of your... I'm tipping us to win, but I, I just don't. I'm, I have zero confidence in that. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that Clifford plays a bit of heads up running game footy. Drink quarter plays his ad lib jungle ball. You get Valley at the back. You've got some. You know, it'd be good to see Molo bring back his offloads as well. Yeah. So you know, just a bit of bit of flair, bit of caution to the wind, and just let the ball sing. It's definitely one of those things, though, I guess, where. I think it – I mean, we may not think it's going to be a high-quality game, but you'll probably find that because both teams have been playing pretty ordinary foot, football, it actually might be – it'll be a well-pegged game in the sense of is that it, I reckon it'll be a very backwards-forward, like to-and-fro kind of game. Yeah. Someone will score, the other team will score. Someone, Whoever can get two tries ahead is going to win the game. Could be 30-31, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the yeah, first or time. Yeah, it'll be – Four tackles and an error, followed by four tackles and an error, followed by four tackles and an error. <laughs> That's how both teams have been playing all year. So maybe, maybe I, I for this game, cynical, but 
Oh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm bracing myself for that kind of game. Maybe, I'm just hoping it's not going to be. Maybe we can change the channel for just this one game on that one, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. I guess so. Well, that, that that pretty much sums up the game for us. I don't know if we can really talk too much more about it other than the fact that I think if our forwards get a good roll on them, then we'll we'll do them over. I, I, I just honestly think yeah. that's where everyone else has been beating them lately through the forwards. And, and for feeders out, they do get Payne Haas back. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, our, our big guys to step up and uh, just sort of march over. I mean, our bench is, you know, we're not taking utility on the bench. The, um, the Mustard's playing starting centre. So when you when you look at that bench of Asiata, uh, Jensen, uh, Gilbert, and uh, Molo, like that's that's a massive massive big whopping bench, and Asiata can play um, that roving sort of yeah, freelance that, play. It'll definitely be an interesting game, and I hope to God that we can uh, hand the Broncos their first wooden spoon. We uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. Just. Haven't seen it ever. I don't, I don't want to have to rely on the Bulldogs beating the Panthers to do it. Let's just say that. That's, yeah, that's, that's that's exactly right. <laughs> you know, like I've I've always said before that if your team doesn't win the comp, or you know, I'd I'd I think I'd feel just as happy if the Broncos get the spoon as what I did when the Cowboys won the premiership. So <laughs> 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 fingers crossed, Felty, do something. Obviously, uh, I think we might leave it there on that game, though, but there's been some, obviously, some news that has just sort of come up in the last few days or last day or so with the Cowboys, and that uh, obviously Morgan has announced that he's uh, not making himself available for State of Origin, Yeah, which I guess is a good thing from a club point of view. Uh, yeah, yeah. Disappointing for him personally, I would assume, but uh, a big and a big call to make, I guess, but you just, I guess, you know, you know. If you're not going to be fit enough to play or not, look, he's been out all year with a shoulder. Comes back, goes out with a calf. You've seen it before. Just take your time. Do you honestly think he would have got picked though? I think so. Yeah. I, looking at looking at the back line, like there's there's slim pickings. Oh, like you've I don't got, know about that. There's been some good good centers getting around this. Yeah, but when you when you look at it, you've got Valentine at full. Oh, not fullback. You got sorry, you got Ponga at fullback. Yeah, Valentine hasn't been playing the best, but he probably gets a wing spot. Yep. I don't know what Felty's doing. He, you know, hopefully Kevy picks him. Uh, Gagai is he playing? Like, yeah, was well, it? Has he been playing for? Oh, well, I suppose he did. He, he oh, gee, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> he um, got into a little bit of biffo the other week again in the Tigers game. So yeah, he, I mean he's around, but I'd be interested to see if Frankie Molo is a Queenslander eligible. I'm not sure if he is. I'm not too eligible. Sure. Eligible. Eligible. That's the word you're looking for yeah. there. I'll get the stat yeah, man on to that. He might. He might. Can't, uh, can't read what he's doing. But, yeah. oh, mate, <laughs> you're lucky. You're lucky. You're not in front of me. <laughs> uh, we'll get the stat <laughs> man on to that. He might uh, get me something to before I, the I, end of the show. I guess we can talk about Origin a little bit more next week once once the season's done. But uh, obviously, uh, it also came out uh, today that uh, Hannay's not. Hanging around, yeah, on the way out. He's uh, he's leaving the club at the end of the year, obviously. I, and, and as he said, he's not. It's not. It's not a bitter parting. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a little bit of disappointment that he didn't get the head coaching job, but uh, he's going to move on and look for other pastures. I think. It, I think it'd be an awkward thing, really, wouldn't you think? If you've been, if you feel that you are ready to be a head coach and you don't get the head coach's job and somebody else comes in, but you're still the assistant coach, I mm. think that would be a bit weird. 
Yeah, oh, right. it's like any job. If, if you go for a job that's the, you know, supervisor of, of a crew or something and you you were one of the crew and then someone else got the job ahead of you and they came in and you knew you were good enough to do that job, I don't know how awkward that. Sometimes it is a bit awkward, I'll, I'll admit, but, you know, sometimes you just got to suck it up and, and, and live with live with the job and just do the job that you've been given anyway. They, yeah. they obviously have faith in, you know, the club has faith in in him to be where he was. I mean, he was an assistant coach, you know, in the lead up anyway. So yeah. they've certainly got enough faith in him to, to perform that role. It's just that, you know, when the opportunity comes up for someone like, for another coach to come along and they, we do need a fresh face. So, you know, that's, that's what it is. I don't see this as a bad thing, losing Hane. I, I don't mean that as a slight against Hane. I, I mean that as I think we can do with the clean out. Having Toddy Payton come in as a head coach, now we need a new assistant coach because, um, uh, what's his name? Tangata, Tangata Tower. Yep. He's, he's moving for the Bulldogs as well. So, you know, he's been an assistant coach for, well, I think he was there in 2015 as well. So, you know, it's a bit of a clean out with him and with Hannay going as well. So, you know, I'm expecting there'll probably be some more changes, whether or not we see a few other bigger names going. I'm, I'm not hinting at anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know... <laughs> Sorry, it's, I missed, I missed I, all I, that with all the background noise. Sorry, mate. I yeah, yeah. So I think it's due. I think it's certainly due for a full clean out. And I think this is probably, again, nothing against Hannay, but it's probably a good thing long term for the club for that to happen anyway. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> sort of breaks up that boys club mantra that uh, people have been saying behind club. Oh, yeah, know. and people were saying it. There's no arguing about that. I don't know if there ever really was. The boys club. I mean, Hannay wasn't there through the good times. He's coming once everyone else is gone. Yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, you don't know how good they were mates outside of the world, you know, because they obviously played together and all that kind of stuff. And, but yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens from there, and uh, be interesting to see who Peyton brings in. I think. You well, might. There's, there's. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of talk that Dean Young may come up, maybe coming up here as an assistant, which. And- I, which I think it'll be a, a good thing. And the great Thurston said that he probably, you know, he wanted to help this year, but due to COVID restrictions, they're not allowed outsiders into the bubble. So yep. I think you'll find JT working alongside hopefully Clifford next year and a few of the other younger halves as well. So Awesome. Oh, well, I think uh, from that, uh, from the news, I think we might drop into, and I bet you I'm going to play the wrong music because I can't remember which one's which now, but hang on, we'll find out anyway. No, yeah, there you go. I did play the wrong one. <laughs> I'm having a fire tonight. Here we go. Uh, a little bit of moment in time with Pistol. All right. This week in a time of Cowboys past and historic occasions. Did I get that one right, Rob? Yeah, I, I don't know. I couldn't hear you. The beach was calling. Oh, right, <laughs> right. Rob's just walked into the ocean here. Good listening. So we're going to take you all the way. <laughs> going to take you all the way back to the 18th of September. It happened to be a Saturday night, 2004. 
where the almighty Cowboys were riding a high after a previous uh, qualifying final win over their second-place Bulldogs, uh, where the NRL moved the game to Townsville due to just, I guess, they were the highest-finished team on the ladder after after week one of the finals, where we come up against Big Brother that we've never beaten before in history. We had a 20-all draw uh, once uh, in the 90s, I think Ben Walker slotted a uh, conversion kick after the siren to make it 20-all, which broke our hearts. But uh, bigger and better things were to arrive this night. And so the Broncos came into town in Tallis's last game for the for the Ponies, and the, they were met with a with a Cowboy side up to the challenge. They were written off. They were just the other mob making up the numbers. Uh, cut the penalty goals to Hannay, and then early, uh, then midway through the first half, uh, the chip kick over the top for David Miles to get the get the bounce from God, score on the post, and make it uh, make the final score ten nil. Where there was just throughout the whole game, you could just see that the Broncos weren't going to crash over. It was high intense. Uh, There's a couple of disallowed tries to the boys. I think Hane, he put a grab at kick late in the game and couldn't quite finish it off. I thought he scored, uh, but uh, wasn't to be. And that was to the provocial crowd of 24,989 at the Great Dairy Farmers Stadium, uh, recording the Cowboys' first ever win over Big Brother into what then went on to be many more after that. So we, we got the monkey off our back after a, a hard 10 years of, of fighting them to now uh, sort of standing tall. And come Thursday night, it's our time to make more history where we can talk about this uh, this night, Thursday night, 24th of September <laughs> 2020 where the Broncos received their first ever wooden spoon at the hands of little brother from the north. That's it. Sounds good to me. Nice. That's another moment in time with Pistol and Cowboys history, archives, <laughs> whatever you want to call <laughs> We've got to work we'll, on a proper title for we'll, this. We'll get it right one week. Well, it is that time where we uh, jump into our fantastic footy tipping competition, proudly brought to you by B Clean NQ Carpets and Upholstery. Uh, it's uh, been a tumultuous week for some people, but good for others. For all your cleaning needs. For all your cleaning needs. Thank you very much for that. I, I, I was pretty happy I remembered the carpet and upholstery part of it, all right? <laughs> Leave me alone. Rob normally just rattles off the top of his tongue because he, he does it every week. But uh, it's been some movements. I, I I had a good week. I don't know about anyone else. I had a good week. I got I seven. A, I had a great week. I got seven. six. That was my best week I've ever had this year. <laughs> Stone to crows. <laughs> How'd you what go? happened there? How'd you go, Rob? You, you sure got seven it, as well. It wasn't you. Yeah, well, Pistol didn't tip. Obviously, someone else tipped for him. I did. I, I dropped the Sharks yeah. and the Cowboys game. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I missed out because uh, for the one week that I don't tip the Bulldogs, they actually end up winning. So. <laughs> Suck a fart. Yeah. I, cannot, I can't yeah, believe they won. So seven out, of, seven out of eight. So I still beat Pistol, but, you know. <laughs> could have could have got a perfect round if you listened to Pistol the week before about how we got to get on the Broncos slide and you you bad mouthed me you slagged me off right in front of me look what that got you yeah. Yeah. but yes obviously the, the winner of our tipping for this competition wins themselves a uh, Cowboys uh, jersey signed uh, by some of our guests on uh, guests on uh, that have been on the show 
and we may be able to wing ourselves some more uh, yeah, some more signatures. Watch on there. this space on that. I I may have um, we may be getting something. Yeah, we may be able to get something there, and we we have got a special guest next week as well. So that'll yeah. uh, that'll add, boost it. Huh? That'll boost you it may, up. You may get a packet of Smarties. But yeah. don't, don't want the chickens just yet. Yeah. <laughs> and we might change those Smarties for Skittles. That's it. That's all right. So uh, obviously oh, before this the, the weekend just gone, uh, Red Hot Richie was sitting on 142 points. Paul Go Cowboys on 141. Oh, really? Yeah, this is a before the weekend, obviously. Oh. Just gone. Oh, no, actually, no, this is, no, this this is, is now. Live. This, this is, is live. live. Yeah. Paul Go Cowboys is sitting um, second. Shane yeah, on 138. The Irk on 137, along with Cambo, 22. Uh, Jaden on 135. Eastside Boy, Bruiser on 134. Winx Weapons moves up a spot. Into ninth place on 133, legit. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Le- yeah, Lee T or legit. I don't know. I don't know if that's what they're playing on there. 133. Fish Pot on 132. Tunza is sliding like he's going out of fashion here down to 131. And Forks and Rob uh, also and Binge Master on 131. Rob, you moved back up a spot, mate. Well done. Amazing. <laughs> Someone got a message. Someone got a message. Yeah? <laughs> that's my dinner ready in the microwave. <laughs> Uh, there's, a, there's a good battle there between 24th and 26th with uh, the two brothers of destruction, Ados versus Shotgun. There's two points between them. So, Shotgun, I sort yeah. of riding your home on this one. I think Ados will collapse. And I'm uh, on thir- one. Th- I'm in 33rd spot on 122. I'm just behind those boys. Uh, what have got? Morgan's. Oh, Morgan's on 115. Still just ahead of uh, Georgie Gaddis by about like five. Points. Just a little margin. Like a five-point margin. That's all it's holding those two. And then... You'll have to get a page two, Morgie. Well, and guess what? <laughs> guess what? Pistol's not last because uh, Hewer didn't put in a, didn't put in his tips this week. So yeah. uh, Pistol's uh, back into 55th spot. <laughs> For the two best and words in the English language, default, default. And, <laughs> and I've got Big Bear and Greg F in my sights. Yeah, good on you, mate. You're... Six points behind Big Bear and ten points behind uh, Greg F. I know, I know. I'm about to say it. It is Joker round this week. Last round, and I'm going off your Steven. form, mate. You've had two good rounds this whole season. You That's think so you're going to nail gonna, another one? Yeah, they're not. Yep. I'm going to finish on with a with a perfect. <laughs> Stephen right. blabbering your way into the top ten. So yes, yeah, so everyone, don't forget this is a Joker round. So uh, this could. Uh, oh, I'm really. I, I, it's obviously. I can't see it being anywhere between other than between Red Hot Richie and Paul Go Cowboys, to be honest I with you. I think Paul Go Cowboys does not win it. <laughs> He's a dead set bona fide wanker. <laughs> He's pretty good at tipping, though. <laughs> He's doing better than us, that's Still for sure. Still doesn't shout coffees. All righty. So uh, shall we get into it, gentlemen, and uh, we'll do our tips for this week, the final round of the regular season. Uh, first game up, obviously, as we've already talked about, uh, the Broncos in 16th place taking on North Queensland in 14th, Pistol. Cowboys for mine, give the Broncos the spoon where they deserve to be and by 16 points. 16, all right. Uh, Morgs? Well, that's pretty close to me. I've gone the cows. I reckon we'll do it pretty comfortably. I've gone 14 points on the margin. 14 on the margin. Yep. Rob? Yeah, uh, Cowboys for me. I've gone eight points for the margin. Like I said, I think it'll be a lot closer than uh, than what we would like it to be. Yeah, and I sort of sentiment with everyone on this one. I've gone the Cowboys as well, but by ten. 
10 points. 10. All right, moving on to Friday, 6 p.m., Seabus Super Stadium. The surging Titans in ninth position. Who would have thought we would have said that at this time of the year? Um, uh, taking on sixth place Newcastle. Uh, can they go five in a row? I, part of me likes to think they can. I, I've tipped Titans, but just because my brother-in-law's a Tiger supporter and he gives me grief all the time, I'm sort of hoping Titans lose and Tigers win, so Tigers finish ninth. I'll pass my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for something different. Just for that insult. I'll, um, I'll punch my ticket on the Titans train. I reckon we can do five in a row. You reckon they can do five in a row? Yeah, yeah, I reckon we're good. I think, uh, Rob, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go to the Titans as well. They're playing, they're just playing well. And, you know, like we said the other week, we're all fading out, out of our jerseys and coming back in in Titans jerseys. Get behind them. Wow. I've got Newcastle down here, but you're putting up a convincing fight for me to switch switch over here. No, I'm going to stick with the Knights. I... I would love to see the Titans go five in a row. They're playing really good footy at the moment. I think, um, I think they've they've got got their their I guess got their stuff together. Um, but I, I just think the Knights will be just a bit too strong for them, and because they're vying for it, trying to get a, a home final. So um, I, yeah. think, I think the Knights may just get them on this one. I don't think it'll be a big one. I don't think it'll be a big win. I think they'll just scrape home. But um, I've gone the Knights myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, the second game on Friday night, 7.55pm at ANZ Stadium. It's the derby between South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Sydney Roosters. Seventh versus third. Pistol. Ooh. I've gone rabbits on this purely because I reckon everyone's gone roosters, so I'm going to try and get the perfect round on the opposite way. You're allowed to be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Morgs. I think it's pretty hard to go past the Roosters. I'm looking at the ins here. You've got Fafia, friend. You got Tedesco, it, it, Cordner. Oh, it looks it looks pretty solid. I'm I'm happy to go Roosters on this one. Rob, yeah, Roosters. Uh, but in the end, I couldn't care less. I don't like either of these teams. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, that's a fair call. I've I've gone the Roosters as well. I just think after watching how South Sydney. To- uh, is what's I was going to say a fancy word then, but I was going to stuff it up, so I didn't say it. But uh, <laughs> capitulated. Uh, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> oh, I missed it. What was the word? Capitulated. Oh, yeah, capital patapolded. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think they. I don't think they're going to bounce back from what they did last week. And yeah, I've gone the Roosters. Uh, next game is on Super Saturday at three p.m. Also at ANZ Stadium, the Bulldogs taking on Penrith. 15th versus first Bulldogs fighting for the life not to take the spoon. Pistol? Would you say it's Wild Turkey Bourbon Super Saturday? I don't know. I don't I don't pay attention to sponsors uh, unless they're our sponsors. I'm probably going to have some Wild Turkey on that day. Uh, I've gone the dogs. I had a look at the Panthers lineup before and they are resting. There is a lot of rests. Well, they've won the minor premiership, so... Yeah, and... Look, if if a lightning bolt in the ring happens and we don't win against Broncos, at least doggies just do something. So I've gone dogs in that. Morgs? 
I am definitely going to Pampers. Um, and in honour of Pampers getting up over my hated dogs, I'm giving myself a cacao haircut. Just stay on the socials next so week. You're going to go blonde on the top? I'll go over blonde, filthy haircut. So you're doing that just for the sake of doing it, not if they lose or anything like that? You're just No, just to celebrate them kicking the, the bulldog's ass. Can I, can I say that online? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Is this you already have. Is this live? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rob? Uh, yeah, I'm, we're on Penrith, aren't we? Sorry, I got distracted. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going Penrith on this one. Obviously a backpacker walking are. down the beach, mate. Of course you are. Yeah, as if I could see that from here. It's that bloody dark. <laughs> we can't even see on the screen, so it's all good. Right. Can you yeah. see me waving? Um, I've gone I've gone Penrith uh, as well. I just Even with resting players, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Penrith for me. Uh, next game is at 5.30pm at Netstrata Jubilee Stadium. Cogra for those people playing at home. Uh, the Sharks taking on Canberra, 8th versus 5th. Pistol. Uh, I've gone the green machine. I'm really banking on the Raiders getting into fourth spot, so I I really want them to make, make top four and hopefully go all the way this year. So, yeah, Raiders for mine. I'm, I'm just trying to count up the team list here. There's, there must be about ten ins. Um, I'm going to Raiders. Uh, yeah, let's go Raiders. We're paying two twenty. Yeah, not the favourite. There's a lot of ins yeah, on this thing. There's a lot of ins. Should we? We've got Cook, Mariota, Medlin, Smith, Shields, Soliola, Sublu, Sublu, O'Donnell, Frawley, Timico, and Williams. It's a lot of ins. Oh, but nice. outs is Chance, George, Broker, John Jordan. And- Oh, Rapana, man, they have Papali. got a lot of outs. Hey, I might just change that tip now. That's a lot of outs, the Raiders. I'm going to the Sharkies. I'm changing to the Sharkies. You're changing to the Sharks. So they've dropped a whole bunch of players, have they? They dropped the whole team. Papali's out, Croker's out, Chanda's out, Bateman's out. <laughs> yeah, let, let's go Sharkies. <laughs> oh. All right, okay. Um, I think we've just. I think we've lost Rob for a second there. He... No, nah, I think he's gone swimming. He's gone swimming. He's chasing that backpacker down I think the there's a crocodile on his leg. But um, if you go into messengers. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. All right. While he's while you're doing that, um, well, I did have the Raiders, but now you scared me. It, it, I'll, I'll spin my screen around so you can have a look at this. It is a big list of ins and outs. Robert has gone the Raiders in this one. Holy cow. In saying that, though, oh, no, they've only... They've only dropped Dugan because Dugan hurt his knee anyway. Hunt, John, Sean Johnson's gone for the season. And Katoa. Ooh. Oh, Katoa and Johnson's a massive outs, though. Yeah, I, I'm going to stick with the Raiders. I'm, I'm going to hedge my bets on this one and stick with them. I'd like to think that they're, um, they might have enough uh, in the back, you know, in the deep to uh, maybe um, dig this one out anyway. And hopefully yeah. get themselves in there, but yeah, because I don't the think they can. Fit, they can't finish any better than fifth, and I don't think they can get any worse. Can yeah, they? they're f- they're fifth or better, fifth or fourth. They can get. All right. Well, we'll go back to Rob. I know we we sort of got it, but Rob, did you? Hear, I don't know if you heard that, mate. But uh, Canberra's out for this game is crazy. It's uh, yeah, it's it's all over the place. They've dropped like half their team almost. Yeah, right. I didn't hear any of that, um, but I'm still going to tip the Raiders anyway because, you know, once you jump on board, you're silly for jumping off. Yep, fair yeah, call. that's right. Fair Good. Call. That's probably the best thing you've said all year. I think that's a shot across the bowels of me yeah, changing my tip at the last minute. 
Uh, and the last game on Super Saturday at 7.35pm at Bank West Stadium. The Tigers taking on Parramatta. What's the matter, Parramatta? You had three opportunities to call that Wild Turkey Bourbon Super Saturday. I don't fall um, to other sponsors that don't sponsor our show, Pistol. I am going the Tigers so we can get the Raiders climb into fourth and with a bit of luck, Tigers finishing ninth on the ladder just to rubbish my brother-in-law <laughs> another year. Morgan? Uh, on the Wild Turkey Super Saturday, I'm going <laughs> the para-eels to get up over West Tigers. Rob? I don't know. I'm suddenly thirsty. I'm just... If I, could, if I could have some bourbon, maybe I can make a decision. Um, I'm going to go para uh, on Wild Turkey Super Saturday, but um, yeah, I, I think it'll be para pretty easily, actually. Rob, just quietly. Rob, would you have American Honey or Long Branch? Uh, I'm I'm very much an American Honey fan. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. On I, su- I, I don't mind the Unlong Branch. But, on Super uh, Saturday, uh, and I will not bow to sponsor pressure because they don't sponsor our show, <laughs> I'm going Parramatta over yet, the Tigers. Yet. yet. Yeah, I don't think they're going <laughs> to. Yet. I'm still waiting for our my good friend Glenn to help us out from Forex. But anyway. Come on, Glenn. Yeah, come on, Glenn. Come, come on, Glenn. First year. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Sunday, two games to go. 12th v. 11. 2 p.m. Central Coast Stadium, the Warriors taking on Manly. And how good was that? I nailed it and said that Turbo would hurt himself again. Yeah. What yeah. minute was it? I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't see. But anyway, uh, Pistol. Would what? you call it Bundaberg Rum Super Sunday? You could, you could call it whatever you want, but yeah. they don't sponsor the show. We're, so getting on the, we're getting on the Bundy Super Sunday. Geez, you're giving a lot um, of plugs to people that aren't giving us any money, Pistol. Because Bundy Super Sunday, you say it once, it rhymes we thought of it, then they'll get on board. you got to give a little to get a lot. Uh, I'm going the Warriors, even what? though RTS is out. Um, I'm going to go on the uh, Bunny Rum Dark and Stormy Super Sunday. I'm going the Seagulls. <laughs> Rob? Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go yeah, the Warriors. I forgot RTS was out, though, so – but. Yeah, no, I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to stick with the Warriors. See how we go. On Bundy Sunday? On Bundy Sunday. I don't have a problem promoting the new Bundaberg rum, though, that is uh, with sarsaparilla, even though it's not really new, but it is been rebranded new. So uh, they did launch it last year, but it's back out again now, and it's a very, very smooth Bundaberg and sarsaparilla, and I've gone the Warriors. And the last game of the regular season... Wow. I still don't think they can beat them. <laughs> um, it is uh, basically the uh, Sunshine Coast Falcons taking on the Dragons at Netstrata Jubilee Stadium. 13th versus 2nd. What have we got? So, Brenko Lee, Cameron Smith, Cameron Munster, Felice Cafusi, Jerome Hughes, Jesse Bromwich, Josh Adokar, Justin Olam, Kenneth Bromwich, Nelson Asso. <laughs> Solomona, uh, Vunavalu, and um, I'm not even going to – Fasamulu, I can't never get his name right, Tino. They're all out. They are all out. Um, uh, Pistol, who have you got? I've got the historic red V in this one in the fact that it's uh, – yeah, there's a, there's a lot of debutantes by the look of that in the, in the Storm outfit. But uh, in saying that, 
the golden child Shandor makes his appearance in uh, in the purple, but uh, dragons for mine on Bundy Sunday. Morgan, <laughs> Bundy Sunday, Bundy Sunday. I'm going to dragons. Rob, oh, it's going to be a Sunday, bloody Sunday, when the Melbourne Storm still somehow managed to win. Yeah, I I've got to agree with Rob on this one a little bit, even though at the moment. Uh, one of the sport, uh, one of the betting agencies uh, has the Dragons as favourite for this game at a dollar eighty in the store at two dollars. Um, I think the Dragons are playing like absolute poo at the moment, and uh, I don't even think they'll be able to beat the second rate, second grade side that Melbourne putting on the field. I reckon ben without Hunt's Ben Hunt, out. they might be doing a bit better. <laughs> well, Ben Hunt's out, so <laughs> that could be a. He's the only. That's out. only a. That's only a benefit. <laughs> Maybe if they drop Corey Norman too, they might actually win this one. But, yeah, no, I've gone the Storm as well on that one. So uh, that is your footy tips for this week from us. But what do we know? We're not even anywhere near the top, except for Rob. He's closer than anyone else out of us three or us four. Um, but uh, all thanks to our good friends at Be Clean NQ, Carpenter Pulseries. Blinds. 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 Cyphers. Uh, rooftop, gutters. Do you do all that stuff? No, you? I just made that last <laughs> Great supporters yeah, of us who are going to create trouble. You get, I'm going to get too many phone calls for things we don't want. Oh, <laughs> you never knock back an opportunity. Never knock back a job, man. Never, never knock back an opportunity. You might even get someone that might ring you up and say, "Hey, be clean, be clean, and do you use walk dogs? Yeah, you could be dog walkers as well. You can clean my dog. You could get into the dog grooming business. Yeah, I, I do know people who can do that for me. So, well, there you go. You can uh, subcontract that out, and you still make a skim yeah. off the top. Yeah, yeah. Haven't I taught you anything yet? Do you think I do everything for Barking Frog? No, I've got lots of other people I hire and skim off the top. Of course I don't. No, I'm anyway. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you do nothing, so. <laughs> That's what everyone else tells me anyway. Just on that tipping comp, you know how much of a wanker poor gay Cowboys is? He, <laughs> he texted me um, before the start of last yeah. round, uh, does this finish at the end of the season or are we going to the finals? So, mate, it's all waiting in the finals. Ah. And don't forget, everyone, this is the final wild card round as well. I, I will reiterate that thing we Points missed. doubled. We forgot to mention it last wild card and until the week after, so I'm just getting in there now. So we don't forget it, and we'll like, at least I get one thing right this week. So anyway, it is that time of – oh, you got it? I was just going to say I'm tipping myself to have a big run into the finals. You're going to have a big run into the yeah, finals? that's where I'm coming to, uh, coming to win. <laughs> Can we make every round in the finals joker round? <laughs> Just for like the pistol to have a chance of making a hundred. No, Rob looks after that, so I, I, I'd have to let, let Rob. Make yeah, that. no, it's not happening. Yeah, thank oh, you. All right, cool. Cheaters. Good to see we're on the same page there, Rob. We'd make good parents. All right, it is that time. <laughs> it is that time of the night, ladies and gentlemen. Strap in, buckle up, whatever you want to do. This is going to be a wild ride on this one. All thanks to Fusion Networks, great supporters of Pistols Multi. All right, all right. We are back. This is an absolute cracker. Am I right, Morgs? Yeah, this is an amazing one. This could be the biggest winnings of – well, it is the biggest winnings of a season. I reckon it makes up for all of the missed opportunities. It would be a nice yeah. way to finish the regular this, round. This is going to be an absolute get – your, get your purchase on this. If it's a dollar, if it's ten, if it's whatever, just put something on it, line up, because this is coming home. 
We're going to start off with the same game multi on Thursday night. Felty and the Hammer to score a try at any time with the Cowboys winning and gifting Big Brother the wooden spoon. In two, which won't start until Monday, but uh, the mighty Philadelphia Eagles to defeat Cincinnati just head-to-head. Then we're going to go to a two-leg same-game multi with Anthony Don and Inari Tawala to score a try each in the Gold Coast vs. Knights game. Then we're going to round out with another two-leg same-game multi with David Nofaluma and Luciano Leilua to score a try at at any time uh, against uh, Parramatta. Now... That's just a little four-legger. There's a couple of same-game multis, so it probably works out to be in about an eight-leg multi. Now, Rob, Mick, do you want to have a guess at uh, what this thing's paying oh. for a little $20 outlay? I'll let, I'll let Rob have a crack first, to be honest. Um, knowing you, if it's anything short of about four and a half grand... Oh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. good. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't have had it. Yeah, I I would have said maybe three and a half. So power played at $20 is going to pay at $5,650. Now, that's actually not a bad little multi what we've got here this week. (laughs) I like the self-confidence in that pistol, but that's what it's going to be, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we will put post that up on uh, our socials again this week. So if you want to get it, we'll actually try and get it out before the first game. Yep. So paying, all- paying $282 to one, that bad boy is. So get something on it and line up. All thanks to Fusion Networks, making your network fuse. No, that doesn't no, really work, we does don't want that. No, no, we no, don't want that. You no, don't no. want your, no. Making your connectivity connect. Oh, oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. well, I got a little bit warm and fuzzy on that one, but... Uh, Hey, it's almost that time. I've got to, I've got to throw out there. So, I know it's been the sound quality may have been a bit interesting at times, but uh, I hope you've been having fun wherever you are, Rob. Oh yeah, it's been it's been brilliant. I've been you know watching the beach. Now I'm sitting in my car. I was going to say, it sounds like you're in a car now. <laughs> I thought you went scuba yeah. diving. You could yeah, have it's, put it's a little bit quieter. Could have put uh, the I had to come back to the campsite because the neighbours turned up. And I, I had to turn the lights off, so I didn't want to. <laughs> disturb them so I came back and uh, the nearest thing was sit in the car which I was going to do to begin with but uh, it was that hot in here I couldn't uh, couldn't breathe properly and the internet dropped out and anyway, it was about 8,000 problems and uh, bitch ain't one so <laughs> is that your that, that could almost be your words of wisdom for tonight Rob that's pretty much 100% what my words of wisdom are this week <laughs> Well, I'm not going to step on your toes and try and do a words of wisdom for you this week, mate, but uh, it's definitely going to be a big week for the Cowboys, obviously, trying to hand that wooden spoon uh, to the uh, our big brothers, but I think we might leave it there, boys. We could sit here and talk all night, but I know Rob wants to go home and uh, hop in his tent or caravan or whatever he's sleeping in tonight, but... Uh yeah. Under the stars. Under, Under the, the stars. stars. Oh, isn't that so sound so romantic? That is very <laughs> freaking cold, actually. <laughs> very nice. Well, gentlemen, hopefully our boys can get up this week. Uh, anything quickly before we go? Anything big that we need to talk about or anything like that for yourselves? No? Yeah. It's all good. Rob's having no. a week away. I'll be up in Innisfail on, the, on, t- on Friday. Yeah, Just- there's 
probably something I needed, but I, I can't remember now. Oh, good. We'll have a big uh, for everyone oh. listening. We do have a special guest next week. I don't know if I, should should I announce who it is so they can uh, they can maybe ask is questions. He, is he definite? Yeah, he's definitely locked in. He All may right. he may change the last minute, but that at, at this stage yeah. he's definitely locked in. He's definitely locked in for now. So if he pulls out, it's not our fault. So yes, Frog. Who yeah. have we got? We've got next week Ray Ray Thompson. Oh. Uh, Former Cowboy legend and also uh, one third of the Triple N Cowboys call team. So uh, he'll be on next week. So if you've got any questions that you want to ask Ray Ray, um, by all means, send them through. We'll uh, we'll, th- we'll fire him at him. Yeah. And uh, knowing Ray, he will love talking about because he's another one that loves to have a chat. Yep. Loves a good chat. So, uh, so bring the beers next week. I'm not sure if he's a big drinker anymore, but we could bring some. Yeah. Why not? Could be the wild turkey. Could, could be the could. wild Wild Turkey Super Tuesday. <laughs> I might send a question in. I'm just going to say, have you got any tips for Mick's uh, game calling? Uh, I got jip last week. I didn't get to call it. Kerwin won, though. That's good. Kerwin won. State champs. Beat Palm Beach Grumman. But uh, other than that, I'm done. You's done? I'm out. Awesome. I'm out. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for, for joining us tonight, Pistol. Thanks for coming along, Morgan, as always. Thank you. Fire up an EPIRB if you get lost, Rob. <laughs> Thanks. We, we are out of here. Love talking to you. We'll try and get this out as soon as possible because Rob will—he's on holidays, but he'll—he'll he'll work his magic as he always does. Good night from me. Go the Cowboys. Good night, go the cows. Down the Broncos. Love you. Good work. evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs>